Dear friends, good morning. This is Pastor Moore from Eden Gospel Workers Ministry with your morning devotion. Today, our topic is love your enemies. David went through so much because of Saul, of whom he did nothing. Well, what he did was to bless Saul. He took care of Saul. He, while being in Saul's company, helped to build the kingdom. But yet still, this man, so ungrateful, turned against the Lord's servant. In 1 Samuel chapter 24, while David was hiding from Saul, running from him, seeking refuge from him, Saul walked directly into the hands of David and his men. It says from verse 3, And he came to the sheepcoats by the way, where was a cave. Saul went in to cover his feet, and David and his men remained in the sides of the cave. And the men of David said unto him, Behold the day of which the Lord said unto thee, Behold, I will deliver thine enemy into thine hand, and thou mayest do to him as it shall seem good unto thee. Then David arose, and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privily. And it came to pass afterward that David's heart smote him because he had cut off Saul's skirt. And he said unto his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth mine hand against him, seeing is the anointed of the Lord. So David stayed his servant with these words and suffered them not to rise against Saul. But Saul rose up out of the cave and went on his way. David also rose up afterward and went out of the cave and cried after Saul, saying, My Lord the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David stooped with his face to the earth and bowed himself. What an interesting story. David, who had the opportunity to destroy his enemy, to get rid of his enemy, chose not to. This happened on two occasions. Yes, friends. Another time the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Saul and his men. And David and his men went right down at Saul's, where Saul was sleeping, took away his bolster. David's men was pressing him, kill him, get rid of him. But David stood to principle. Now friends, let's look at what it really means to love our enemies. In Matthew chapter 5, from verse 38, it says, Ye have heard, and this is Jesus speaking directly, that it hath been said, An eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that you resist not evil. But whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, Turn to them the other also. And if any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh of thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not away. You have heard that it have been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, 
and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. These are not easy instructions to follow. Somebody box you, turn the next side. Somebody pull you one mile, go with them too. Yes, because you need to understand the principle here. The more you resist evil is the more power you give to evil. Let's take, for example, friends of mine. If somebody is pulling at you and you go with them, then you would not be given evil power. However, if you should resist, that person will have to strengthen up to pull you harder. Yes, our reaction is what gives evil more power over us. One of the reasons why we cannot afford to treat our enemies the same way they treat us and why we cannot use the same venom in which they use against us, it is because we cannot afford to use the same venom that they use against us in our vessels. That is our life. For example, if one should say, listen, my enemy ate me, so I'll hate them too. It is not the hatred of your enemy that poisons you. It is your decision to hate your enemy also. So the poison in the enemy, you have chosen to take it onto yourself to, maybe we'll say, poison them back. Yes, the poison cannot affect you unless you put it in you. Let's look at a wild example. Now, let's say your enemy should put their hand in filth just to throw it at you. So their hands are now messed up with filth. What are you going to do? If you choose to do to them as they have done to you, then your hands will become filthy also. And so Jesus gave us a perfect example. And that example of how you treat your enemies is found there in Jude. This is 8 and 9. Likewise also filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael the archangel, that's Jesus, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. Yes, there was a fight over Moses' body, whether Moses should get to heaven or not. But because Jesus cannot use the very same weapons that the devil uses, he simply say to the devil, knowing that the facts are provided, the Lord rebuke thee. He didn't use the same words. He didn't use the same real accusation that the devil uses because for him to use the same thing, he will have to possess it. He will have to possess hatred in order to use hatred against the devil. He will have to put railing accusations in his vessel in order to curse the devil the same way. And so friends, he did not treat his enemy the same way. Yes. In Psalm chapter 23 and verse 5, it says, He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Do you know why God has given you an opportunity to have 
negative people around you? God has given you an opportunity to have negative people around you because he has possessed and prepared you with what they need. Now pay close attention to this one now. Remember, David was the very one who played on his harp for the evil spirit to leave Saul. Saul was fighting against the very thing that he needed. He needed David to help him to stay far from evil spirits. Isn't that amazing? Now, back to Psalm 23 verse 5. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Why? Why has God given you a table in the presence of your enemies? Well, tables represent food. Yes. To be honest with you, growing up, I thought that, you know, God gave me a table in the presence of my enemies for me to show off and them to say, yes, I've made it now. And many persons believe that. But that's not the reason. God prepare you a table in the presence of your enemies because he has anointed you with what they need. Yes, he anointed my head with oil, my cup on it over. You possess what the enemies need. But because they are negative, they don't know how to get it from you. So you now have to guide them into receiving it. Yes, friends. So, how do you feed your enemies? How do you help your enemies? You have what they need. Don't blame them. They have not learned from the Lord how to be nice. And so don't judge them either, but love them. You will heap coals of fire upon their head. You will lead them to the kingdom of God. Here's another example. For those of you that does farming, do you know that the wild bush, we call it in Jamaica, that grows up on your, on your, on your land, those, that, those bushes that you weed out, you know what you do with them? You put them back in the land. Why? Because the bush that grows up out of the land, even though it's wild and you have no use for it, it is the land crying out to tell you this is the nutrients that I need. Or the nutrients that I need is found in this. Yes, friends. Isn't that amazing? The nutrients that your enemies need is found in you. The light that they need is found in you. Do not blame them for not understanding how to appreciate the light. I live in the country, so the moths attack the lights at night. And they behave wild around the light. Sometimes the light is too hot for them. They can't handle it. And so their behavior is all over the place, you name it. That's the very reason why your enemies are at you. Because you have what they need. Remember, God entrusted you with the table to feed them. He has anointed you to do that. So my friends, like David, you'll get the chance to help them or you get the chance to destroy them or to treat them just the way they deserve. It's not an opportunity to destroy them. It's an opportunity to bless them. Can God trust you with your enemies? Who, by the way, 
are prospective candidates for the kingdom also? Can God trust you with their lives? Ooh, they are his children also. May you think on these things today. And I pray that God will give us a different perspective of how to deal with negative people. God bless you. Heavenly Father, give us the power. Give us the strength to submit to your will so that we can know how to love our enemies and do good to them that persecute us. Lord, may you have mercy on us today as we are enemies also of the cross each time we sin. But you love us and take care of us. Have thine own way now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my friends.